<laughs> yeah. What country do you live in? That's uh blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the moon. But don't put in like where you actually live. <laughs> Today, we have a, another great topic to cover. We're going to be discussing passwords and how to manage your passwords. This, is a, this again, is a great topic, not only for um, business owners, um, but for individuals as well, because all of us have many passwords. So to get things started, what are some best practices that we should keep in mind when, when it comes to managing our passwords? Uh, so password length. Obviously, is going to be uh, a key one, um, and making sure that you don't have a, a password that's you know insufficient to secure your environment. But it's not just as easy as password length. You want to look at length, complexity. Um, you want to make sure that you have a password that's easy to remember if you're not using a password manager. Um, and even though length is more important than complexity, and it is, um, you want to make sure that it still has a, a an an element of complexity. It should be something that somebody couldn't guess easily. So I have a question with that. Um, I recently heard, and this is one of those things that, you know, just came up in conversation. I, and I didn't, I didn't fact check it. Um, but I recently heard that if you're going to use multiple words mm -hmm. in your password, that it should be a minimum of five to seven different words. Um, and I was curious about that because it seems odd because what if, you know, what if it's five two letter words or what if it's, you know, seven 12 letter words? So does that is does that really matter? Is that a real thing or is that just something someone made up to sound smart? You know, I haven't come across that specific recommendation and uh, I would love to look at it because maybe this is a new thing that somebody's kind of caught on to. But for the most part, your password needs to be eight characters or more. That's really what it needs to be. I'd recommend. 12 characters or more. Uh, I have a lot of passwords, important passwords that are well over 20 characters. They're again, more like phrases, kind of what you're talking about here with having different words and different symbols involved. Um, the thing that I want to emphasize is, is password length is probably the most important thing in terms of what's going to make it difficult for somebody to actually break the password. If they're able to get a copy of it somehow, if they're, even if it's an encrypted copy, you know what, cause what they'll do is they'll actually somehow exfiltrate a copy of the database that stores the passwords. And if they're encrypted, they'll just start working on it offline. They won't try to log into the actual website where your password's at. They'll try to actually break it offline. And then once it's broken offline, they'll try to use that password maybe on that same site or other in other places again. So that length is what's going to make it difficult to break. As long as the length also isn't, you know, a something that's common. So you, you want to have, again, like I said, it wants, you want it to be something you can remember, but it's really hard for somebody else to guess. Or even more ideally, if you use like a password managing tool, like a password management tool, like LastPass or KeePass, and we can talk more about those in a minute, then it doesn't even have to be something you remember, which is excellent. Gotcha. So it's important that the length is important, but, but you also don't want something that's like zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or right. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, something right. that's, that's, that's common or easy to guess. So, um, so that makes sense. Um, another thing that, that comes up when, uh, when we're talking about passwords is the hints, uh, the hints that it asks you to, you know, that often we're asked, uh, 
to provide for passwords. So what are some some best practices as far as uh, the types of, uh, you know, answers that we may uh, provide for hints or or what we should do when it comes to password hints? Yeah. So hints are they're a horrible idea. I, I understand that they, <laughs> you know, if your password is something you can't remember, then you need a hint. It's really bad. You shouldn't use hints to remember your password. That's not how you should use them. That said, hints can actually be used to further secure your password, sort of like a second like a second password in itself. So if the question, because a lot of times you can't edit those questions, if it says like, what's your mother's maiden name? Don't put in your mother's maiden name. Don't do that. Put in something entirely unrelated, either a string of characters or put down, you know, the name of a car or something that's just not the right answer uh, to that, that, that question. Now to do this successfully, you're going to have to write this down. Okay, because you're not going to remember the answer to that hint since the answer isn't related to the question. And I would only recommend doing that if you have a password manager of some sort, uh, which I highly recommend you have a password manager. But um, if you don't write those hints down, the answers to those hints somewhere, then now you're in trouble because you're not going to remember. But the problem with those hints is if you've done any of those surveys on Facebook or any of the social media platforms up there that say like, tell, you know, answer these hundred questions. Where'd you grow up? Who's your, you know, who's your, who were your parents? Like what's their maiden name? Like it asks those things. And some, some of those were done intentionally to actually steal the hint data from people so that they could get into their, um, their different online services. So if you filled out any of those things, or even if you haven't, a lot of this information is easy to obtain. It's not hard to find some of this information out. So do not rely on the hints. I recommend using an answer that doesn't match the question at all and then recording it in your password manager. <laughs> yeah. What country do you live in? That's a uh... blue. Yeah. Uh, you know, the moon, but don't put in like where you actually live. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's good to know. Um, some of the, some of it seems sort of obvious, but you know, some of it isn't really. Uh, so that's good to know as far as, as far as hints are concerned. Now you mentioned something with hints, but this can be, you know, we can talk about this with passwords as well, writing it down. Now, mm -hmm. This is like, you know, one of those things where it's like, should I write this down? Is that okay? Is it okay to write down your passwords? Um, should you, should your password manager be like an app on your phone where you have all your passwords listed or like a little notebook where you have like password for and you have sure. it all listed there? So, okay, this is a controversial topic and I'm going to give a slightly controversial answer. Uh, yes, it's okay Ooh. to write down your passwords, but it's you should be doing it in a, a digital password manager software, preferably. Preferably. I, I highly recommend them. I really think that they're worth the investment. It doesn't matter your age or your skill set. You can absolutely learn how to use these. They are not hard. You do have to put forth a little bit of effort. Um, and there are videos on how to use them. There's a lot of training material out there. If you dedicate a little bit of time to it, they're very simple and they will greatly, vastly improve your life. I I'm telling you right now, I can't live without my password manager. If you're working with somebody who, let's say, maybe is a little bit older and they really do struggle with technology a lot. Um, is it okay for them to write their passwords down on paper? I would, I personally would rather they write down a good password, a strong password on paper and keep that paper somewhere safe 
then use a weak password because the likelihood that the person who's going to try to get into their banking account or whatever it is off the internet, uh, the likelihood that they're also going to have access to this person's home is low, right? A lot of times these attacks are happening from across the world and that person's not going to walk into, you know, your grandma's living room and steal her notebook with her passwords in it. Now that said, where you keep that password book is important. Don't put your passwords on sticky notes uh, next to your computer. If you're at work, let me say this too. I want to make a huge caveat. This does not apply to the work environment. Okay. This is, we're not, I'm not talking commercially here. I'm talking personally. If you're dealing with your parents or your grandparents or somebody who, who really it's not practical in their circumstances to teach them how to use the software correctly, then yes, a book is acceptable. Just make sure it's in a safe place where they won't lose it and where it's not obvious if somebody is, uh, you know, near their computer so that they can grab, you know, don't have it right next to their computer. At work, there is no excuse, zero excuse, none for writing down your password on paper. You should never do it. Uh, if you're a business owner, you're doing it, stop doing it. If your employees are doing it, let's help you stop them doing it. Like, do not write it down on paper. You need a password manager, period. <laughs> uh, that's reminds me of working for a company where it was, hey, what's the password for this? And it was, you know, a drawer got pulled out and a folder came out. Oh, boy. And there was just a, you know, a bunch of passwords. So uh, high trust level, but maybe not the uh, highest security level. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so that is some good advice for for. Um, business owners, for anyone who is, you know, running a business, managing a business, don't write your password down. You heard it directly from Travis. <laughs> don't write it down on don't paper. Don't write those down. Yeah, you can write it down yeah. again in the software that's intended to keep them. That's great. That's where you you, you record that. And, uh, you know, there are a couple different services out there that you can look at along those lines. Uh, a couple popular ones I'd like to name off. LastPass is one that we've used quite a bit. It's very popular. Uh, 1Password, KeyPass, Keeper, Bitwarden, RoboForm. There's dozens of these. And I don't want to go into detail right now on which one's the best one, but I highly recommend you investigate one. I think in our uh, video description, we'll probably put a link to a couple of these um, as well so that people can go check them out if they want. I think we might have an affiliate agreement with LastPass specifically, but um, I'm not sure about the others. Uh, but Take a look at these digital password managers because I really do. I mean, I can't recommend them more. I have over 500 passwords that I have to keep track of. I could not do that without a password manager. It just wouldn't happen. I would just have 500 bad passwords. They'd be the same password 500 times. Instead, I have 500 unique passwords that I don't even know. I don't even know what the passwords are because I don't need to know. The manager knows what they are. And all I need to remember, the only password I need to know is the one to get into the password manager. And that's the one that's long, complex, easy to remember, but hard to guess. Yeah, so I know we have a, a podcast planned in the future where, we, um, where we're going to go over some of those password managers and maybe do a little bit of comparison as well. So um, that'll be great for for anyone who has some questions about that to, to tune into and, um, and maybe have some, uh, and have some good suggestions about what password manager they might use. Um, clearly using something like, uh, like Google drive 
and having a, you know a, a, an Excel an Excel sheet that's in the cloud with all your passwords. That's not a password manager. No, correct. That's that's uh, not a good. That's not, that a, not <laughs> Yeah, and you know we do come across that from time to time. Folks have like a, a spreadsheet with passwords in it, or they'll have a Notepad uh, file, like just a um, a text file with passwords in it. This is not how you manage your passwords. This is a terrible idea. These services we're talking about are very, I mean, there's free versions for most of them. And it, although I would recommend, especially for your business, going with the commercial versions because of the features that they include commercially, but they're really inexpensive. And, you know, this is one of the most important ways of securing your data and your customers' data is making sure you've got good passwords in place that are secure passwords. And the cool thing about these softwares is they'll tell you, they'll actually report back to you, hey, this password you have, it's not any good. It's, it's not secure. A lot of them even have dark web monitoring that'll tell you, we've actually found this password on the dark web, stop using it. And so they'll help you make sure that you're actually using passwords that are not known passwords. So yeah, I can't recommend it enough. And you're right, we need to go through a little bit of a shootout with a couple of these because I think there's a few we should compare and so that people can see sort of the different features and what what they're looking for in each different um, you know environment. But right now, don't wait for that video. If you don't have a password manager, go go get LastPass or 1Pass or KeyPass, any of those. Get Get something in place and start managing your passwords immediately. That's the best way you can handle it. We talked about, um, you know, proper password creation. We talked about hints and handling that. We've talked about password managers. We also have another video that, um, you know, that you can uh, check out in our um, on our channel that talks about MFA, uh, multi-factor authentication, um, which, as you mentioned in that video, that's one of the top things a business can do to secure um uh, mm -hmm. uh, to up their security. Correct. Exactly. Um, so, so in addition to, you know, having a, a, uh, a well-created, well thought out, um, lengthy password MFA would be number two. Yes. Yeah, so in terms of importance. Yeah. Here's how I would structure this for a business. Step one, have a password policy, a written policy, that's in your handbook. That's part of the way that your company operates where you, you say everybody's pass, everybody must have a password. Every password must be at least, you know, this many characters long. Eight should be your minimum. I would say 12 is way better. Um, but have that written down. Um, nobody's allowed to share their passwords, like have an actual policy written down that helps you on a liability side so that you can actually say, Hey, we've, you know, taken the time we've done the, you know, uh, done the work here to train our employees and make sure that they're being responsible with, um, again, your data and that they're actually, you know, using these best practices. So write a policy, then implement that policy through a piece of software like LastPass or KeePass, a password manager of your choice. Talk to your, if you're working with a managed services provider or an IT professional, talk to them about what they recommend. They might already have something that they sell that they're good at supporting that they might recommend for you. Okay, so that's the second thing. The third thing is absolutely enable multi-factor authentication absolutely everywhere and anywhere you possibly can. And just a uh, little sub item for that, we'll call it, you know, like 3.1. Don't use the text message portion of multi-factor authentication unless you absolutely have to. Use the, the phone app TOTP version. And if you want more information on that, yeah, we have a whole podcast on what is MFA and how does that work? Go watch that and it'll explain all that. But yes, that's, that's how I would handle it. Just to wrap things up, um, like we always do, 
Let's make IT simple. 30 seconds or less if you want to give us some of the, the key points in how to manage your passwords. Don't write them down on paper. Use a password manager. Make sure your passwords have a good length and are complex, but it's got to be something that's easy for you to remember, but not easy for somebody else to guess. Uh, use multi-factor authentication. How about that? How about we just stop it there and make the 30 seconds for once? <laughs> Let's see if we can do it. <laughs>